Thursday? Wow, not that many hands. Who wishes that they had eaten more? Who wishes they could have eaten more, but just couldn't? Yeah. I don't know if your experience is like mine, but I get annoyed that I seem to get really full really fast on Thanksgiving. So what is up with that? All I want to do is eat a lot, but just can't. So what are some of your favorite things about Thanksgiving? Anybody? Dressing, did I hear? Turkey, just go ahead and shout them out. Cranberry sauce, gravy, giving thanks. Giving thanks from the mouth of babes, exactly. For me, I love the simplicity of the day, where it's really just about food and family. Now, I do know there is a lot of work to be done sometimes, especially if you're the host and you have a large family, but in the end, it really is just a simple day of gathering together and being reminded of those things for which we are thankful. I am also a big fan of the parade, and most specifically, the Detroit Parade. Anyone else a parade watcher? Yeah? Did anyone get to go to the parade this year? I know Mrs. Adams went to the parade. I saw a couple hands back there. What are some of your favorite things about the parade? Floats? The balloons? Yeah. The banners? The bands. The bands, yes. The marching bands are awesome. One of my most favorite parts about the parade, which unfortunately is no longer happening, but it was that of the briefcase drill team. Do you remember those guys oh, yeah. and their boom chuckalucka lucka, boom chuckalucka? That was my favorite. And of course, as a kid, it was the magic of Santa Claus coming to town and receiving the key to the city. I remember that so well as a little kid and getting super excited to see Santa Claus rolling into town and getting so excited for Christmas morning. Yet, the problem, as a little kid, Thanksgiving morning was a long way away from Christmas morning. So the anticipation and the excitement was almost too much to bear. Christmas was at least four weeks away, and even longer if Thanksgiving was early, like it was this year. Do you guys feel that way, kids, that Christmas morning is just never going to get here? Yeah. So speaking for myself, and perhaps the rest of the adults in the room, we're in no rush for Christmas morning to get here. After all, our to-do lists are long as we prepare for the holiday, and all that comes with it from parties and entertaining, to shopping, cleaning, gift wrapping, card writing, decorating inside and out. Four weeks, to many of us, doesn't seem like much time at all. But there are times in my life where I miss that feeling of anticipation and excitement that I felt as a child. That feeling that sort of gets caught in your throat because the excitement is just too much to contain. Whether I was anxious for the arrival of a friend who was on their way over to play, or for the day that we left on vacation, or for Christmas morning. I know we still feel a sense of excitement as adults. However, it's just a little bit different, isn't it? 
I recently came across a video called The Marshmallow Test, and we're actually going to watch it here in a moment. In this, children are given a marshmallow and told they have the option to eat it now or wait, and if they do, they will be given a second marshmallow. There is a hidden camera in the room, and their reactions to this test are priceless. So let's take a look at this now. Okay, so that's your... Alright, here's the deal. Marshmallow, for you. You can either wait, and I'll give you another one if you wait, or you can eat it now. When I come back, I'll give you another one, so then you'll have two. But stay in here and stay in the chair till I come back, okay? Alright. watching how all these kids react differently to that temptation 
place before them. Some pretended to take a bite and then realized that just didn't help too much. Many of them smelled it, but that wasn't cutting it. A couple took tiny nipples and broke off a tiny piece to try and satiate their desire. One kid tried to ignore it altogether. One kid kissed it. And then the little red-headed girl at the end was a girl after my own heart. No waiting whatsoever. Just let this, let's get this party started. She was having none of this game, was she? At least in the end, she did clear her own plate. Now, couldn't you just feel the anxiousness of these kids, the pain and torment that some of them were going through? You could almost see the battle in their minds, couldn't you? The anticipation and the excitement was palpable. And it was almost painful watching these kids struggle to contain themselves. Yet you couldn't help but want to cheer them on to be successful in their waiting game. I'm curious, when was the last time you experienced anticipation and excitement to that level? When was the last time your excitement for something made your body jiggle and dance like we saw from those twin boys sitting at the table? Is there something in your life for which you are waiting and with such eager anticipation that you just cannot contain yourself? So this week, we find ourselves at an interesting place in the church calendar. We have just come out of our week of Thanksgiving, and now we have this random Sunday just sort of hanging out here because it's too early for Advent to begin. Like I spoke about in the children's chat, we recognize this Sunday as Christ the King Sunday. It's our way to acknowledge the supremacy and the authority of, and the kingship of Jesus. And we do all of this before we head into the Advent season. And Advent is a time of watching and waiting in eager anticipation for the birth of Christ. The birth of a helpless baby that we also acknowledge as Lord and King. A baby that we recognize as being all-powerful and omniscient. Sort of weird, right? So how does that work for us as 21st century Americans who have not lived under a monarchy rule for well over 200 years? And who, for the most part, only relate to kings through movies or books, fantasy, Netflix, and board games? Honestly, I'm not sure it really does. But I do believe that we have the ability to understand the majesty and the authority that comes with the idea of a kingship and a kingdom. So today in the church, we recognize Jesus Christ as being our king. And then next week, we head into a time of waiting as the Advent season comes upon us. But really, what is it that we are waiting for Exactly. I mean, after all, Jesus has already come, and part of our theology is recognizing that Jesus is always with us through the gift of the Holy Spirit. So it seems a little backwards that as a church, we recognize the waiting for something that has already occurred. And how can we get excited about that? What are we waiting for? Are we just going through the motions of another church season, or are we truly putting ourselves in a place of exciting anticipation? The kids in the, in the video had an example set before them. They had a sweet-smelling, 
sweet-tasting, soft, tempting marshmallow right in front of their eyes and their noses. And they were told that if they just waited, if they were patient, they would get twice the goodness that was set before them. And they knew their reward in the end, didn't they? Do we? Do we really know the goodness and the sweetness of Jesus Christ if only we wait in eager anticipation of what he has in store for us? Do we trust that he will make good on his promises? What is it that you want so badly in your lives right now? What is it that we want so badly that we can see it? We can taste it. We can touch it. Is Jesus Christ that thing, that person, that entity? Is he what you are truly waiting for and seeking in your life? Is a relationship with him something that you desire? For what is it truly that we are waiting for? We are waiting for the greatest gift in all of humanity to arrive in the form of a small, helpless child whose kingdom is not of this earth, but rather whose kingdom is the entire universe. We are waiting for a savior and a redeemer. Practically speaking, I would say we're waiting for peace to enter the world, a peace well beyond our understanding. We are waiting for a day when all the nations of the world would humble themselves before God. We are waiting for reconciliation amongst all humanity. And doesn't all of this just sound amazing? A world with no strife, hatred, bigotry, war, loneliness, or sadness. This is what Advent is all about. It's about anticipating God's promises because he will make good on all he said that he would. It's about being patient and trusting in our Lord and King, Jesus Christ, who is the King of kings and the Lord of lords. It's about recognizing God's work among us already and knowing that something even better is in store for us as we patiently await his coming again. I believe that in our waiting, God rewards us with something even better, that in our waiting on him, he will multiply our blessings, similar to what those kids experienced in the video. Do we anticipate Jesus' birth with the same sort of uncontained excitement and anticipation? What are we waiting for? Let's dive into the mystery and excitement of this Advent holiday season as if we were kids receiving a second marshmallow or kids waiting for Christmas morning. What are we waiting for? Let's be like that little boy at the end of the video who popped both of those marshmallows in his mouth all at once. What are you waiting for? Let's engage in a life-changing relationship with the king of all the universe. It is my hope and prayer for each one of us as we approach the Advent season that we have the same excited anticipation for what Jesus will do in our lives in the same way that these kids express their eagerness and anticipation for another marshmallow. So what are you waiting for? Amen.